It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The madness has officially begun. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with MyBookie. It doesn't matter whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props. MyBookie has you covered. Sign up today at MyBookie.ag and use promo code OUTOFBOUNDS to secure a first deposit 50% bonus up to $1,000. It's simple. Put in $200 and play with $300. Put in $1,000, play with $1,500. Just use promo code out of bounds to claim your bonus. College ball, NBA, and UFC, no matter the sport, no matter the minute, MyBookie puts the action in your hands with in-game live betting. And with choices from thousands of lines and odds, you can turn any game day into payday. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. With MyBookie. Support for the show comes from MyBookie.ag. Receive a 50% bonus on your first deposit by using promo code OUTOFBOUNDS at checkout at MyBookie.ag. Press the button, my friend. The Out of Bounds Show is live, live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge in the Bank Plus Studio. Check, check, check it out. And good morning. SEC Insider Hit this morning brought to you by Independent Roofing Systems, the number one commercial roofing company in Mississippi. Independent. Independent Roofing Systems since 1980. 1980. Independent Roofing Systems has been the number one commercial roofing company in the state of Mississippi. Roofing.ms. Follow them on Facebook. Independent roofing systems you're listening to espn 1059 the zone we welcome in steve robertson 247 sports jeans page the boneyard podcast also he's still doing the book signings for his book the dog pile on the 2021 national championship team he was very busy uh last week so steve uh mississippi state takes two or three from alabama what was your one big takeaway from the weekend series? Well, they have some toughness. You know, that, that, that's one thing you look at and you say, well, you know what? They had every opportunity to lay down in those ninth innings. They, they didn't do that. And, um, 
Yeah, that, that's one thing I, I think this team early in the year you might have questioned. You know, it's, who is going to be that guy to step up and get that big hit when the game is on the line last year? It was Tanner Allen, Rowdy Jordan. Some other guys contributed, obviously. It was a different hero every night. But I think missing that big swing has been something that has kind of plagued this team. And I think you had a, a few big swings over the weekend. Ideally, you'd like not to be in that situation. You'd like to, con- to control the game early and just kind of close it out. But that wasn't the case. But um, yeah, bottom line is that's what it boiled down to, and State was able to come through two out of three times. Uh, where do you think they're settling in on the starting rotation? I mean, how, how do you see this? Preston Johnson, Stanette, and then Cade, where, where do you see this going? Yeah, I think that's probably set for a while. I mean, now you've finally been able to get those guys on a seven-day, you know, work cycle each week. You know, Stanette's a guy that's kind of been, you know, midweek guy, weekend guy, you know, hadn't always been able to get a full week's rest. And so I think that's probably it for now, at least through Arkansas, and then we'll see what happens. You know, and I think even when KC Hunt does come back, they'll be really, really slow with him. You're not going to push him right back into the rotation. Probably works as a potential middle reliever. But uh, I do think you're pretty much settled with what you got now. All right. Um, so some people have mentioned throwing Stanette on Friday and moving Preston Johnson to Saturday and that they believe that gives you a better chance to win the series. What do you make of that? Well, I think that's a possibility, but I, I don't think it's a probability at this point. I think that's just one of those things you could consider as, as a possibility kind of moving forward. But I think right now you, you've got guys on schedule and you want to keep them on schedule. Yeah, and we'll see. And Preston Johnson, I just pitched well enough to win. I mean, you know, he, he has the uh, habit sometimes of hanging a breaking ball here and there. And on Friday night, there's not a lot of margin for error. But I think right now perhaps he does give you the best chance to win on Friday. Um, it's still early, but – I mean, do you think this team can, like, really show drastic improvement over the next four, five, six weeks, Steve? Or do you think they kind of are who they are? Well, I think it's a combination of both. I think they can get better. I think you have kind of identified what this team is and what they're going to be. Are they going to be a top eight national seed? I I think no. I don't think there's any question at this point, you know, barring some incredible run. That's going to happen. Are they a host team? I would say right now, probably not. You're probably a solid two somewhere. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot There's a lot of parity in the league, and we'll kind of see how things progress. But and the reality of it is, is, you know, the state is a good baseball team and has the potential to be a really good baseball team. Once uh, once you get the, the, you know, the big three kind of pulling uh, in the power numbers, I think you feel good about where Cam James is from a batting average standpoint. But, you know, some guys in front of him have got to get on base to get his RBI numbers up. All right, what what do you, who are you concerned, somewhat concerned about in the lineup as far as you know generating more offense? Well, you'd like to see Luke Hancock get going. You know, Luke's a guy that uh, you know kind of helped carry this team last year, and I think that's what you're kind of working towards is get kind of getting you know, Luke back going to where, where he should be. And I think him being three hole is probably the best thing for everybody because he's a guy that can hit breaking balls and manage accounts. What, all right. Um, so Hunter Hines, this good grief. Uh, uh, you know, talk a little bit about what he's doing and what he could do over the next year or so. 
Well, the good thing is he's going to be here for a couple more years. I mean, that's that's kind of the, the the best part of all this is you know he's he's off to a great start, but he's going to be here for a while. He's not going to be a one and done type guy. And you know he's got eight home runs already. The the freshman record, you know, for Mississippi State was back in '83 with Rafael Palmero. Now he could have to pick up the pace just a little bit to have a chance to catch that. But uh, you know, this is a guy that had some really big swings, and that was a really magic moment on. On Friday night, you know, when he hit the bomb to right field to tie the ball game up. But uh, I think you can feel good about the direction of things with him. I think he is a first baseman defensively, probably your starting first baseman next year. But uh, serving a, a big role at this point as a as a designated hitter. What do you make of the left-right thing that Lamonis is going with, with Jeff Davis and Quarter, and where are you on that? Well, I think Jeff Davis is probably your most complete uh, center fielder, but you know his splits against left-handers has, has not been very good. I mean, that, that's that's the reason you make a change yesterday. Is you know they're you know, throwing a pretty salty left-hander, most of their arms left in the bullpen are lefties. So you're expecting to see more of a lefty-lefty type deal. Um, so you you want to give yourself the best chance. I think Quarter's a guy that, that has had some good practice sessions. He was a starter earlier in the year. I don't think he is the defender that Jeff Davis is, uh, but I do think he is a guy that can probably give you a little more offense in that righty-lefty matchup. Okay. Um, is there – let me – we just received a couple of – is there anybody in, in the bullpen or on the roster that can pitch that you're eyeballing thinking – this guy could emerge in some sort of role in the next three to four weeks. Well, I think Brooks Auger is a guy that has become a guy you can trust. I think that's a guy that uh, early on you weren't exactly sure, and he's a former starter, you know, so he is a guy that can give you some more innings, you know, where he doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, a high energy, one inning type guy. But, you know, you need to get Casey Hunt back and hopefully get a contribution out of him and, you know, Andrew Walling was a guy that was highly heralded, you know, coming in, a guy that had to uh, had to kind of get over some draft stuff. And he wanted to come to Mississippi State and compete for a starting role, and, and that hadn't worked out. And, you know, he has really been hit or miss, to say the least, uh, when it's come to control. But uh, if they could find a way to get him going, that would be huge, too. Just at this point, I don't know what to expect from a guy like him, you know. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's you know, really the challenge for this team is, is really not starting pitching and it's really not offense. It's it's finding guys to close the back end of games. And that's one thing you and I have talked about even in the preseason is, you know, when you move Landon Sims into a starting role, who is going to, who's going to own the eighth and ninth innings? You know, who is going to look at that and be the guy to say, you know what, I'm going to take ownership of this role in this team. And to, the, and to date, no one has. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What about Brandon Smith? Uh, what was it? Only a third of an inning over the weekend? Obviously, Fox and Lamona see these guys every day, so they know more than all of us. But he seems to have good stuff, but evidently things aren't quite lining up. What, where are you with Brandon Smith, Steve? I'm a Brand, I'm a Brandon Smith fan. You know, uh, you know, one thing with him sometimes, you know, he has the ability to to get your ground balls. I mean, he gets good sync on pitches and is able to kind of roll things up for you. Uh, but he's been a little bit inconsistent at times. But uh, you know, I like his stuff. I like his makeup. You know, and unfortunately, he had to pitch, you know, a good bit on Tuesday. You know, because that game got a little bit tighter than you wanted. I mean, you had some guys out there. You're you're trying to make it a Johnny Holstaff day. Next thing you know, you know, brutality has a bad outing and the game kind of tightens up on you a little bit. That's a good point. You're forced to kind of throw Brandon Smith. And so that impacts the rest of the weekend. That's why it's so important as midweek games that, you know, some of these younger guys take ownership of those roles to save some of your better arms for the weekend. All right, let's switch gears. Steve Robertson on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line, 247 Sports, Jeans Page, The Boneyard Podcast. All right, spring football. What's the number one thing that Steve Robertson is looking for in spring football for Mike Leach? Offensive tackle play. You know, I think that's that, that's the straw that stirs the whole drink. I think you feel good about the running backs. I think you feel good about your quarterback position. Uh, you feel good about the interior line. I mean, you've got some guys that are out for the spring. You know, Cole Smith and Dollarville Johnson aren't going to aren't going to practice much this spring. Uh, yeah, but you, you lose both tackles and you know, left tackle, of course, you lose the first rounder there. You don't get better when you lose the first rounder. I mean, yeah. you know, even though Percy Lewis is a guy that we expect big things from, you know, to expect him to come step right in and, and play at that same level, it's just not realistic. But, uh, you know, you, you need some good play at the right tackle spot. Stephen Lasoy is the guy that I've uh, heard some good things. Talked to Mason Miller. He uh, is pretty appears to be pretty pleased at this point with uh, the direction things are going at right tackle. But, I think this offense has a chance to be really potent this year, but, you know, the tackle positions are huge. And, and that's when State got in trouble last year. It's when people could beat them off the edge, you know, just kind of with the with the speed rush. You know, when guys just kind of overwhelming Scott Lashley. And so you need to make sure that you can shore up those tackle spots, and this offense can be really good. What about edge rusher? Uh, is Jordan Dave? what are you hearing on Jordan Davis and his recovery from, I guess it was ACL, Steve? Yeah, it was ACL, and it got happened happened in fall camp last year. But uh, yeah, he's he's actually ahead of schedule from what they tell us, you know. So we'll see how he goes and develops. But you know, he's a guy. I think last year you probably get you another win last year. I mean, there were some games last year where State really, really struggled to generate a pass rush uh, with their front without having to bring extra rushers, and of course that exposed the safeties on the back end. But I think Jordan Davis is a guy that. Uh, that could be a difference maker for state. And that's what you need to happen. You need to make sure that a guy like Jordan Davis uh, gets healthy and can play up his full potential. Cause I think it makes the entire defense better. Okay. Uh, so if you went edge rusher, you're going Jordan Davis. I mean, I know Arnett moves weed around, but you, you, I mean, he's not a pure edge rusher, but he's going to blitz. How would you, wh- what do you think wheat's role will be? in 2022 how about that yeah i think it's back same as it was last year i mean you play in that weak side and he's a guy too that's very good against the run and you know last year in fall camp he was a guy they absolutely could not block i mean he was just one of those guys that you know no matter who you put on him or what you did and what concepts you ran against him he was a way 
He was the guy that found a way to free himself. And so I think having him on the opposite side of Jordan Davis you know, kind of prevents people from sliding the tackle to his side. And I think it it opens things up for Tyrus Weed. So we'll see how things develop with him. But, you know, I, I'm expecting big things from him this year. And there was some talk in the offseason that he might actually go pro. And I think that would have been a mistake. And I think the people around him kind of realized that. And now here we are. You know, so now he's back for another year. And hopefully you get Jordan Davis back close to uh, 100%. Now, all of a sudden, that pass rush is kind of shorn up a little bit just by adding a guy that's as dynamic as Jordan Davis. Who would be the third guy, edge rusher? That's a good question. Hopefully, it's Demonte Russell. You know, I think Demonte's the guy last year that kind of showed some flashes of maybe realizing his potential. But, you know, this this is the big year for him. This, this is the year he needs to kind of take off. And they like to move him around a little bit, whether it be on the edge. And times they've had him play some at linebacker. But, uh, you know, he's a good-looking player that uh, – a lot of people had high expectations. I don't know that he's hit that yet, but I certainly think he's capable of doing so, and I think this is the year that happens. All right, let's go to the offensive side of the football. Steve Robertson on the Out of Bounds show. Um, do you think Ra Ra Thomas is the guy that um, could emerge as a 80? You know, Makai was just over 100, Makai Polk. Uh, but do you think as far as talent, Everything that he was doing prior to rolling his ankle, you think he could be the guy that goes north of 80, 90 catches in this year? I do. And I, and I think some of his play actually will come more down the field, you know, where, you know, Makai was that guy to kind of work back on the short curl and things like that. And, uh, you know, that's the thing about Makai was, you know, on third and five, you could dial him up and even everybody knew it. You could usually find a way to convert that. But, yeah, I think Ra-Ra takes on some of that role, but I do think he's a guy that plays more outside the numbers. But I think as far as your you know, your pass-catching quantities, I think you're probably on track there. I think he could be a guy you know, that pushes north of 75, 80-type catches. I think you've got to go find him, and you got to feed him because that's a guy that's really shown the ability to make big plays in the open field. That's difficult to do, you know, when people are dropping eight, sometimes nine in coverage. There's not a lot of room to run there in the secondary, but uh, he has shown the ability to do that when given the opportunity. And taking out Austin Williams, who who do you expect to to uh, be right up there with Ra Ra Thomas? Is it is it Robinson from Georgia, the young man from Mobile Northwestern, or someone that's already on the roster? Well, I, I do think Robinson is, is a very unique wide receiver, you know, with his blend of size and skill. I don't know that Mississippi State's really had anybody like him. And I think he is that guy that can sit out there on the short curl and be able to, to absorb the hit from the safety. And, you know, you're, you're, when you got a guy like that, a big jumbo X like that, I mean, you want to utilize him in those situations. But, you know, you know what Austin Williams is going to be, you know. Uh, you know, you'd like to get Christian back. I mean, Christian's the guy that showed uh, – you know, some real promise last year. But as far as numbers go, you got plenty of numbers. You know, you, you know, Malik Heath's not here. And you, Malik Heath, I'm a big Malik Heath fan. I don't know that he ever fully hit his potential here uh, at Mississippi State. I think there was always just a little something holding him back. And, you know, Makai's got it probably benefits from another year. But um, a lot of NFL chatter out there that he will be, you know, maybe a mid-round pick. And, that, and that'd be great for him, but also great for Mississippi State. I mean, it's been plus 20 years since Mississippi State's had a wide receiver drafted. And Interesting. So, uh, it's kind of a win-win thing for Mississippi State. Okay. Uh, let's see, we went through... With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, 
quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What about... We just received a text on the... Who, I don't know if you replace Martin Emerson, but who will attempt to uh, opposite of Emmanuel Forbes? Yeah, well, DeCambrian Richardson's probably the guy right out of the gate you look at and say, okay, this is a guy that was kind of up and down a little bit last year. And you, you remember, I guess it was, uh, was it the Kentucky game when Martin Emerson got ejected for targeting early in the ballgame? And then uh, DeCam takes over and does a really good job out there. I know that he has been the guy that Darcel McBath has been grooming to take over when Martin left. And so you'd like to see him kind of realize his potential. But, uh, yeah, you go out and you get some some guys too. You got some guys in the portal, you know, and – uh, you, you throw some numbers at it, some scholarship numbers, and hopefully that, that spot continues to, to improve. But, you know, State has been really blessed the last couple of years being able to to depend, you know, Martin Emerson and, and uh, Emmanuel Forbes. And, and now Martin Emerson's gone. That's a guy that's played probably more snaps than anybody on the roster the last two years combined in, in Martin Emerson. So uh, one thing I'll say, too, about McBath, you know, he's not one of these guys who wants to rotate a whole lot. You know, he wants to keep his best guys out there. And when you hmm. can get them a blow, you do. But, you know, it's not like you're playing, uh, you know, 1A and 1B. You're, you're playing your best guys. And you'd like to think that DeCamp can step up and be that guy. But, you know, we'll see how things go. But you know, I think State actually has more depth at corner now than they did a year ago. Oh, wow. Okay. What about at safety? position especially Colin Duncan's position what what does it look like there I still think you got to get a guy at the portal I mean it's like you went out and you got Jackie Matthews and I think he is going to be a guy that really brings some dog to the position over the top but uh you still need to get a guy at the portal and that's you know after spring practice that's what'll happen you'll have another rush of guys that hit the portal and the good thing is State's still got a couple of scholarships to work with and so you'd like ideally to be able to go get another guy uh, and, and maybe even go get another receiver if, if there's a difference maker that comes along. But you got to wonder, you know, what kind of difference maker is going to be available at this point on the offensive skill side of things. And, mm. and if they're an SEC guy, if they didn't go in the portal, you know, back in February, they can't transfer within the conference. And so there'll be some options out there. And, you know, State's got some room to work with. But I think you've got to go get another safety, if for no other reason, just to give you a solid two deep. And there needs to be more competition at those positions. And, you know, states had some guys they signed that just hadn't worked out and ultimately transferred out. And so it could catch up with you if you're not careful. But the good thing is, is you get one more shot at the portal here in the next few weeks and get a guy on campus this summer and let him work with the team. And hopefully he's ready to go. All right. We'll, sw- we'll switch gears one more time. Steve Robertson on the Out of Bounds show. Who do you, Chris Jans, the new head basketball coach at Mississippi State, who do you think stays, if anybody, that's, on the roster. I know he's recruiting the roster and I know he's recruiting transfer portal like crazy. 
Yeah, I'm not completely sold that Iverson Molinar was going to go. I think Iverson's a guy that will go to the combine and probably find out that he's maybe a second rounder. Uh, I think maybe he comes back. The good thing is he didn't sign with an agent, so he, he leaves that option open to come back. I think Taylor Smith is a guy that probably benefits from coming back too, and, and not just because of the change in offensive style, but yeah, goodness, he was hurt so much this year. I mean, this is supposed to be his money year, and it's nobody's fault. You know, just the reality of it is he didn't get on the floor as much as he needed to and could probably benefit from having another year to put some things on tape. And I do think Tolu is a guy that could be an NBA guy. Uh, but there's some things he's got to do to round out his game. He's got to do a better job receiving the, you know, the entry pass in the post. I mean, there were several times this year you get it to him and he fumbles it out of bounds or fumbles it away. And, and a lot of that, too, is just reps and rust. And so I feel like he could come back. But, uh, you know, that's the thing about basketball. It's a lot different than football. You know, it's like you go out there and get – you know, three or four good guys out of the portal, you can transform your roster. And, you know, Chris Jans with his junior college background, I think in in many ways perfectly skilled to deal with this transfer portal era we're in because, you know, in junior college, you're never really building anything. It's always about this season. So you go out and identify guys that can come in and, and play and get ready to go. And uh, I think that's where he had some success in New Mexico State, too, is, you know, being able to work to transfer a while. And I think that's something – Mississippi State has to be really good at because, you know, we're, we're playing catch-up with the rest of the league. And while it was a, a really good league this year, the tournament didn't show that. But, you know, week in, week out in the SEC, you know, Mississippi State at times was a little talent deficient against some of the teams they were chasing. And so you got to go find a way to narrow that gap. And I think Chris Jansen is a guy that knows how to do that. All right, what about the staff? What are you hearing with Chris Jansen and the staff? Yeah, there's a lot out there. And, and uh, you know, there's a lot of discussion, of course, about, you know, will he go take a junior college guy out there that uh, some guys he's really, really, really in tune with. But, uh, you know, I don't know how many of his guys he brings to New Mexico State. I'm thinking maybe one at this point. I don't think he brings the entire staff. He, of course, New Mexico State made a hiring decision over the weekend. And so I think that kind of gives you some options. Maybe you bring Miller in. I think maybe you feel good about that. There were some that thought he might get the New Mexico State job. And so I think bottom line now is – you know, Chris Jans is a guy now that the tournament is kind of winding down. He'll start, you know, filling that staff out probably here in the next week to two weeks. And, and you'll probably feel good about, you know, what the direction of things. Not sure what that means for George Brooks. I do know that George remains a candidate to remain on staff. Uh, not, not exactly sure how it's going to play out. I know a lot of our, you know, alums and, you know, people that have followed Mississippi State basketball are really supporting George and hopefully he gets the opportunity to stay. I do feel confident that he'll get an interview and have the opportunity to, to sit down face-to-face with Chris Jans. But what that means long-term, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, I do know that he remains in the mix. Crazy. But I think it's a hell of a hire by Cohen. Um, so we'll see what shakes out as far as the staff and and how many come back for Jans and how many he goes and gets for from the transfer portal. Going to be wild for sure. All right, thanks, Steve. We'll catch up again soon. Steve Robertson, uh, the Boneyard Podcast on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. Uh, let's go lunch today. Brought to you by Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue, B3. We'll do that. Smash a cheeseburger and some onion rings. All at B3, Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue. Um, obviously on Main Street, Madison, and in Brandon. B3, Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue. And here in Madison, uh, six mornings a week, they're doing breakfast. But uh, lunch is here in the next hour or so. And you're thinking burgers, blues, and barbecue for the office. B3 in Madison and 
Brandon. Thanks for listening to the show. Also, a shout-out to Live Oaks Golf Club. Some good golf weather. LiveOaksGC.com. That is LiveOaksGC.com. We'll see you tomorrow. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.